Hello, and welcome to Updated Autopsy Report, a podcast from Yotes Ben and Friends, where we replay the entire Ace Attorney series with longtime fans and newcomers. I'm your host, Ben, and with me today is Desi. Hello. And two good friends of ours, Tiago. Yeah. And Rose. Hi. I am the longtime fan of Ace Attorney. Wow. And Rose wow. and Tiago and Desi so are the newcomers this time around. Can I, uh, we hope that through both of our perspectives as we play through the series, it'll reveal new details and provide interesting commentary for a series near and dear to us. Yes, Tiago? Uh, weirdly, uh, you know what? I'll let you do the intro and then I'll step in. Okay. Well, today we've all played case one of Ace Attorney Dual Destinies, titled Turnabout Countdown. Uh, would you like me to go into the summary first, or did you want to talk? Uh, just a really quick side note, just to establish the timeline. Um, I actually already played through this case once before. Um, oh, okay. This is the first Ace Attorney game I ever bought back in, like, 2016. I played through this case, and then just stopped playing. Um, Interesting. So, I just, so I'm not a newcomer to this one. So, did, so this you played this and you? went... This case. This case did not grab me. Well, because I didn't have any context. I don't know who the fuck yeah. this right. is. <laughs> yeah. I, I cannot imagine what it would have felt like to play this and be like, who the fuck are these people? <laughs> yeah, this game uh, is the fifth game in the series. It is the latest main... Uh, not the latest, but it is the was the next mainline game in the series after Apollo Justice because everything that we've been playing up until this point you know, in this gap between Apollo Justice was spinoffs, the Ace Attorney uh, investigations one and two, and then uh, Professor Layton versus Phoenix Wright. Those were all spinoff games. And we finally, after several years, got a new mainline game. This came out in July 2013 in Japan, and then it came out in October the same year uh, in America. Now, in America, it only came out digitally because the Ace Attorney series was not doing so hot at the time. And Capcom did not think that a full physical release would do well for them. But they still localized it, and they did bring it out on the eShop uh, on the Nintendo 3DS here in uh, America. So uh, the other big change for the series is that uh, Shu Takumi was, at the time here, busy producing and working on Professor Layton versus Phoenix Wright. And as a result, you know, he was not here to work on this mainline game. He had kind of done his bit with Apollo Justice and was like, no, I'm I'm done with the series uh and so instead uh takeshi yamazaki who we know as the uh like lead creator and writer on the ace attorney investigations uh duology he takes over here at this point so now the series kind of is is now being shepherded under his decisions he's kind of the main guy deciding what happens to characters and the scenarios and all that stuff um and motohide ishiro who is the producer here uh, he's the guy who basically um, kind of did a lot of work on the series as it came into the DS ports after the original Game Boy Advance versions. They, they all got ported to the DS and got the extra content and stuff like that um, and were re-released in America. That that was like when uh, Ishiro took over kind of as producer. And so he has been producing Ace Attorney Investigations and Investigations 2. And so he also then is like, OK, let's keep the Ace Attorney series going. I'm going to work with Yamazaki and we're going to keep going here. Uh, and again, also, uh, Noriyuki Iwadare comes over from Ace Attorney Investigations as well and uh, starts doing music here. He he did music for Ace Attorney 3, uh, I believe it is as well. So we've got, we've had three different musicians, you know, working on Ace Attorney by this point already. So it's not really, you know, that big of a surprise. But 
yeah, that that's kind of like the main creative crew. Uh, oh, I guess in character design as well. Character design now um, is uh, Tatsuro Iwamoto is not on character design anymore. Instead, now we have uh, Takuro Fuse, who, uh, let me look real fast just to make sure. Um, yeah, he was he was lead character designer for this one and then the next one, but he did not have any other uh, experience with the Ace Attorney series in like a leadership position aside from doing some additional art on uh, Investigations 2. So he worked a little bit on that one on some side stuff and then kind of moved up to character designer here. So who is the again, who is the character designer for Apollo Justice? Uh, that was uh, that was Iwamoto. Okay. So um, yeah, so he was kind of. Uh, a big, big character designer for most of the series uh, up until this point. So, um, yeah. So that's that's kind of the setup. So basically, a lot of investigations staff came over here, right? A they were they worked on the investigations, and you, that might even be a theme here. Uh, is that we? It feels. Uh, I don't know. It feels like investigations to me in some of the writing and the structure of the game, but we can get into that later. That's that's not necessary to delve into right now because I guess I should get to uh, the summary. Um, oh, sorry. Last bit of prep before I do the summary. I know I made a joke about this at the very start, but Desi is also a newcomer. Um, she did not play this game when it came out uh, and has not played it, so this is all fresh to her as well. Yes, welcome so I guess I'm the, welcome. Yeah, I'm, I'm the... Come on over here, champ. <laughs> We don't know what's going on. (laughs) Come to our table. When did this, what year did this game come out? 2013. Okay, so this was not too long after we moved out. Right. Together. Yeah, I was, I was still working at Japanator at the time when this came out. Uh, So I was kind of covering the release of this one and Spirit of Justice. I was actually able to review Spirit of Justice for Japanator uh, when I worked there. Uh, covering anime and manga and Japanese video games. So I was I was able to review Spirit of Justice, which is the next one after this. But uh, this one was reviewed by my uh, co-worker at the time, uh, Tim Sheehy. And uh, I remember him being mostly positive on it. Um, so we will we will see how this shakes out. But yeah, I am I am the lone shepherd now guiding you through this ace attorney <laughs> wilderness. Uh, so we are now... You and... Uh... Game FAQs. <laughs> yes. Game FAQs. <laughs> yep. Shout out to Game FAQs. Spoiler free walkthrough um, for when you're really fucking stuck. So Ben is yep. Phoenix Wright. I'm Apollo Justice. Who wants to be? Wait, why do you get to be Apollo? Okay, do you want to be Apollo? Because be... because that one fan made that sick animation and made him Apollo. Okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Assigned Apollo by fan animation. I'll take it. Do you want to be Athena or do you want to be Trudy? Trucy. Trudy. 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 No, it's Trudy. <laughs> I like Trudy. You like Trudy? Okay. Well, very good choice. Rose, you're Athena. Uh, I'm Francisca. <laughs> <laughs> Just ignoring the assignment. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, fine. I'll be Athena <laughs> for the right anything agency. That's where we are. The right anything agency. Yeah. I'll all right. It. So, summary time. Roxy's it- Charlie. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I actually yeah. have a plant in my home that I, um, I'm I'm not going to use the word stole because I didn't <laughs> steal it. Um, but my previous office job when we broke down the office and the plant is Charlie Junior. and I took it home with me. So <laughs> I do have an office plant named Charlie now. <laughs> God, I got congratulations. One. Yeah, 
It's doing great. It's a monster. It's, it's eating my exercise bike. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta put it back. No, it's just, he's just a little hungry. It's fine. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, it is 2027. Roughly one year after the events of Apollo Justice, Ace Attorney, and things begin explosively. A bomb has been set off in the courtroom, killing a detective named Candace Arm. Through an anime cutscene by Bones Studio, no less, at the start of the game, we're introduced to Athena Sykes, a young new attorney working at the Right Anything Agency, along with Apollo Justice and the newly undisbarred, re-rebarred Phoenix Wright. Athena and Apollo meet up at the courthouse as Apollo is planning to defend Juniper Woods from accusations that she blew up the bomb. However, Apollo's wounds from the bombing reopen and he collapses, leaving Athena no choice but to take over the case. Oh, poor boy. She begins defending her childhood friend, Juniper, from the rookie humiliator, Gaspin Payne, and the true killer we saw in the opening, a bomb disposal police officer, Ted Tonate. Athena does her best to defend Junie until she has some childhood trauma flashbacks that render her nearly speechless. Thankfully, Phoenix Wright arrives to take over, and the two begin to dismantle the case together. Phoenix then begins by requesting a recess, and during the break, Apollo Justice, who opted to walk to the site of the bombing instead of seeking medical attention, was attacked by an unseen stranger who is totally definitely not Ted Tonate. Due to the incident, the trial resumes the following day. While Apollo recuperates in the hospital, Athena and Phoenix, uh, Athena and Phoenix, yes, defend Juniper in part by utilizing Athena's powers of emotion detection and her robotic assistant Widget's program called Mood Matrix. They prove that the, <laughs> they, repu- they prove that the real killer was Ted Tonate, who then threatens to blow up the courtroom again. The entire gallery empties in a panic, leaving only Phoenix, Athena, the judge, and Ted. Even Payne ran. Phoenix calls his bluff and says that the bomb Ted holds isn't real. Timer counts down, Ted melts down, and the bomb is proven fake. Juniper arrives with the rest of the crew and celebrates, but after the three lawyers return to the right office, Apollo declares ominously that he's taking a leave of absence. There's something I need to settle on my own. And Athena looks on and goes, Apollo, ever since you put on that jacket, you've changed. Uh, so yeah, that's case one. <laughs> he's just I, going on vacation, girl. Leave him alone. I love Apollo and the opening cutscene by Bone Studio because he's staring at the moon, and I'm like, he's about to use a psycho eye attack on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> he's <Yeah>. looking. <laughs> he's looking. To it, see- we get some very dramatic like animation for this because yeah, Apollo is standing in the middle of this, like a you know cool. completely rubble reduced you know courtroom, and he's got this cool blue like bluish purple jacket like on his shoulder, shoulder but it's, he doesn't have his arms through the sleeves right so you know it's cool as hell right yeah. he's got it just draped over his shoulders and it's billowing in the wind and he's got bandages all over him because he was damaged in this explosion and he looks up at the moon with his hand in a fist like he's determined to do something you know about the it's moon so punish so venom good. apollo i it's yeah. very fun <laughs> Apollo, uh, punished Apollo is a very fun like costume change. I I really like. It. Oh yeah, it's sick as hell. He doesn't deserve this. I mean, honestly, that's <laughs> listen. I love the like the um the trope of like really kind hearted character goes fucking sicko mode. You know what I mean? And yeah, like yeah. he's going sicko mode right now. He's about to do. Some... I don't know if he's sicko mode. He looks pun. <laughs> he looks sicko mode because he looks ill. Okay. 
He looks <laughs> like he's in, he's injured. I mean, you know, you slap bandages on anybody. They all go sicko mode. If you yeah, but they gave him enough bandage that his bandage can like flow in the wind like a well <laughs> yeah of course like you like gotta do fucking that. Ryu from Street Fighter. Uh, he's right. also Streets. like indestructible too. Like yeah, he's thing of indestructible. He, yeah, he got knocked out and lost his memory. Should have used a fire. He extinguisher. did not lose his memory. He kept his memory because he did not get hit in the head with the fire extinguisher. He there is yeah. literally a line in the courtroom dialogue where he says, where someone says Apollo forgot what the assailant looked like because he was hit in the head, and Phoenix goes, "Yeah, I can relate to that." <laughs> yep. I mean, if you get a concussion, you usually don't remember like still, in a couple of seconds leading scales, up to right? it. Yeah, yeah. It's, he it's still just... remembers his name and how to do his fucking job. It's not like right, Phoenix exactly. forgot his name. Did he? Mm, Phoenix forgot a lot I of stuff. I think he did. <laughs> oh, well, he did I, yeah. for like a brief period of time. He forgot basically... who Maya was. Hey, yeah, where's remember, Maya? It's a it's a scale, right? You got a rock. A rock just makes you forget the last like minute or so. Yeah. So you forget that you're assailant. But once you scale all the way up to a fire extinguisher, that's got more. A bomb is not fire on the extinguisher same level to as a fire it. Extinguisher. <laughs> there's there's the rock to fire extinguisher scale. And right. you have to determine where the inanimate <laughs> object. Uh, Rose, to answer your mind question, I don't fucking know. Where was she during Apollo Justice? Yeah, where where's Maya? She's gotta be yeah. on like a world trip or some shit for the fucking Faye family. She's gotta be solving ghost mysteries in Europe or some shit. She better be. I would. Le- Edgeworth took, Edgeworth <laughs> where does everybody go when him? we don't know where they are? They go to Europe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the farm for Ace Attorney. It's just like, where'd they go? Oh, Europe, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and then we, they'll, they'll be back later. Don't worry about it. It makes sense for Miles, because he is getting in a private jet and, like, flying to Paris for, like, breakfast. Like, for right. sure. I, I just, <laughs> just want to real quick say, I'm so glad to be back in the courtroom. I feel like, uh, like a wrestler who retired, but now he's back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm. Yeah, it's well, how do you, to be back. How, it, it related to that. How do you feel about Phoenix's return? Because we get a segment where we're playing as Athena at the start here, but then yeah. halfway through the case, then Phoenix is like, "Apollo called and said you need some help," so I showed up, and he gets like a anime intro right of him opening the door, and there's it's all light behind him beaming out, and he's like, "I'm back," and he like puts his coat on dramatically, and he you know pins his button to his jacket and he puts a little locket you know he's got a costume change now right? yeah so he's got got a little locket in his pocket with trucy's picture in it and he's got an extra like light blue vest underneath his regular blue jacket and now he's got a little spike that hangs down over his forehead in his hair you know yeah yeah he had a, he's yeah, got like I, a whole he's got like whole character upgrade kind of thing for his return i think it looks nice if i'm honest he's, he's Phoenix, Phoenix the Blue. Now I return to you at the turn of the tide. Yeah, he has a new he voice actor. I like. I it's different. I know. I can feel it in my bones that this is a different voice actor, and I don't know who it is. But it's someone who's done voices before. Like this sounds like an anime voice actor. Um, I definitely yeah. Given that mm-hmm. there are anime cutscenes now, that makes a lot okay. Of I, go- I, I googled it, up. and I know who it is now. It's uh. Sam Regal, also known as one of the motherfuckers from Critical Role. So, yeah. Uh, there you go. Hmm. Oh, fun fact he voiced Furio Tigre in the anime adaptation. That's really funny. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> sure, cute, actually. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's really cute. Um, yeah, I could, I remember the voice actor. I was just like, I've heard this motherfucker before. The objection is different, it's a different objection. Right. 
And I was like, I don't know. But you know what? We're here now. We can't deal with that. I can't go back to 2013. Phoenix, Phoenix has evolved finally into uh, Mia. <laughs> Mia? You think he's going to die soon? No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, like, like... Just a mentorship? Yeah, role. mentorship. Yeah, he's finally... He's finally on top. Phoenix held Mia once, like, La Pieta when she died. So now someone's going to have to hold Phoenix like La Pieta when he dies. Whenever. Well, somebody's got to do it. It's gonna be Athena, yeah, well, Apollo, or my Percy. only thing on that is that there are other Ace Attorney games. So that's crazy. I can't believe he comes back from the dead. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, should we talk about the? So yeah, so we we meet a couple characters right at the start. You know, here as well. Uh, anybody have any strong feelings about Juniper Woods, the person we're defending here? Pokemon we, we trainer. She, she she looks like a Pokemon trainer. She is yeah. a fucking yeah. Pokemon. She ha- she absolutely has like an Oddish, a Sunflora. Yeah, um, she looks cute. Yeah. She's a Pokemon trainer. She's a like childhood friend of Athena's apparently. So they call each other like cute nicknames. And she lives up apparently on a mountain, like all by herself with her grandmother or something. It's just the two of them. Why and so she, she's back coming down to like, she's like, oh, I'm down in civilization for a little bit, you know. <laughs> She's like she. There's no way she blew up a bomb. She is like the Maya to Athena's uh, Phoenix, right? Right, like where you have like an out of town bumpkin come in and get accused of murder. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Athena a I lot. Think it's... Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say I I do like how wild it is that they just like grabbed the nearest girl and were like, "You did this." <laughs> they had. <laughs> some sort of proof even though it was like the worst mm. proof possible and it's barely it plushy barely proof, tenuous right? it's barely yeah, tenuous. it was very uh, and that's kind of yeah we it, oh it's plushy related because she has these these two uh it's an elephant and a hippo bum rap ever accused of a crime it would be plushy related bum rap rhiny <laughs> and... oh, rhino yeah sorry bum rap rhiny and phony fanty yeah <laughs> That these are not going to catch on. <laughs> they're not the blue badger. They're, no, they're not. They're, yeah, they're not the blue badger. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I so would, we already have a mascot. I would love and it's a bum rap rhiny plushie. It's a very funny name. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Bum rap rhiny comes off the tongue easily. It's very funny. Um, um, Athena is here and she has um, powers. And it's weird that she has powers, right? I mean, I mean she's Apollo got super hearing. Here's, here's the thing. So, Athena's power is based on that she has really good hearing. She can listen to the cries of the heart. Uh. And we're getting really close to just having all five senses be their own separate power, right? We've got sight. We've got They're not hearing. actually powers. They're just people that are good at listening. Yeah, I mean, we have the three, okay we have the three monkeys. We have the three monkeys already, right? Because oh. that's that's Phoenix, Apollo, Apollo, and Athena. Well, what's Phoenix's, then? Talking? He's He's... Well, because we have the see no evil, hear no evil, and speak no evil, because Phoenix just bumbles his way through everything and bluffs all the time. <laughs> Phoenix, yeah, Phoenix do just be talking out his ass. Right. Oh, wow. I, I think that's what the kind of the thing we're doing here, right? Because oh, they even okay. make the joke earlier about, I think Phoenix himself says something like, you know, calls every all three of them monkeys. Oh, uh, yeah, they, they do get oh, called yeah. monkeys. Yeah, red, yellow, I was yeah. wondering why they kept pushing that joke. Yeah, so I think that's what we're doing here is... is they hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil bit with the three of them. Because these are this is like our triangle of attorneys for this law office, you know? I just wanted to get yeah, to... And they cover all the senses. I just wanted to get <laughs> to the point where we have an attorney who can taste the lies out of somebody. 
So he just like yeah. <laughs> licks the fucking defendant. And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like in the old yeah. King's Quest games where you could like you could like lick stuff and the game would like tell you not to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would be like don't eat that dipshit. Yeah, don't do that. Don't don't don't, don't eat that. I, I like Athena's yeah. design. I think I think the only thing that like kind of gets me about her is the fact that like she has this hair swoop and the hair swoop goes into different positions based on her mood. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, just a little too anime-esque for me. I don't know why. For some reason, that gets me. I, I look at <laughs> it's it. It's too anime going, for this anime game. It's too anime for this anime game. You're right. Um, oh, if I, I think if she I was to is very say, cute looking. Yeah, she. I I don't mind Athena. I I do think that she's like maybe five or ten percent a little anime. You know, yeah, more anime than a lot of the characters. Right? It's she's not got, much. She's it's just got barely. like almost Yu-Gi-Oh hair kind of. Maybe issue. that's why I like. No, it needs to be way stupider to be Yu-Gi-Oh hair. I know, <laughs> but she's like riding. She's getting close to the line. Like there's like anime stuff going on with the silly faces and stuff like that. But then she's got that hair. Like Phoenix's hair was goofy, but it's not that goofy. I Paulo's hair is silly, but it's not that silly. You know what? You- We've seen some really deranged hair in this game, though. Yeah, true. It's true. Uh, yeah. I think. Ben, you kind of nailed it with the fact that she's, like, 10% to anime, right? Because, like, when she goes into her angry sprite, her eyes turn white like an anime character. And I'm like, Maya never did that. Where's Maya? Where's... Yeah, I, uh... <laughs> This is I... my Maya. Well, what I was thinking along the lines of, like, wow, I love her design. She's very cute. I don't care for some of her animations and expressions. There are several of them that make me just go, Ew. I like. I don't want to look at it. I want to like mm-hmm. which an- close my eyes. Which animation disgusts you? Um, there's a shocked one that she does a couple of times in the very beginning of this case, where she like puts her hands on her face and like, I just oh, I don't like it. <laughs> if you go back and look at it, you might <laughs> you might feel the same way. But I, I'm gonna need to because I can't. I like none of them made that much of an impression on me. You know that was mean? the one where I was like. Oh yuck! Um, How do you f- it almost felt like they were trying to be like Maya esque with some of her animations, and they just don't fit with her. Yeah, Cause I I like that she's spunky. I like her like yellow and blue color scheme. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't care for the little widget thing that like like Speaks repeats stuff out loud. Like yeah. no, 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 again, we already have a mascot. It's Blue Badger. Yeah, that almost thing felt like here. they were like, oh, all the goofy stuff that Phoenix said to himself that people would have been like, what the fuck are you thinking? But now they're like, let's just say it out loud. Yeah, I like yeah. We don't need that. <laughs> She's fine as is. Yeah, uh, I will say that um, and maybe this is the right time to bring this up because <clears throat> I brought it up on the uh, Let's Play as well. Uh, this is maybe not like. A, like a huge criticism, right? But her powers are essentially emotions, right? Because she can sense the the strength of, like, the feeling of somebody's heart through hearing. So, like, is she sensing it kind of in the tone of their voice, the tenor, the way that they are talking, yeah. right? Something kind of along that way. And Widget, her little computer that hangs on a necklace around her neck, it can, like, tune out the noise, right? And help eliminate the noise so you can get to the exact, like, feeling that somebody's feeling when they're saying their line and so when you use her mechanic right you are basically trying to figure out why is somebody feeling happy when they're talking about something that should have been traumatic to them right is kind of like the first thing that happens because Junie says oh man i you know uh 
I was about to have rocks fall on me on me when the <laughs> courtroom exploded, right? Mm-hmm. But she's a little bit happy when she says this. And you're like, well, why are you happy? And it's because Apollo rushed to her defense and saved her, right? And pushed her out of the way and let the rubble fall Finally, on top of Finally, somebody with some fucking taste. Uh, and so she <laughs> she's, of course, got a crush on Apollo because of this now. Uh, so there's there's that bit, right? And you tune that out and you figure out why she would have felt happy and you start to figure out, once you like eliminate all the noise and all the quote unquote incorrect emotions that you would be expecting from her testimony, then you can go into a regular testimony and then present an evidence and, and, you know, break the contradiction. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do we feel about the new female characters powers basically just being emotions? Is that, is that, is that, is that like, I, I don't know if it's I was okay. reading too, I didn't look too, too much into, into it, it or, or not, you know? Um, eh, I mean, I'm, I didn't notice that as a problem per se. Yeah, me neither, right. man. Because she seems like a very like emotive character. So I was like, oh, she's emotional. So her power is emotions. I didn't really associate it with like, she's a My girl. brain was like, oh, this is the new mechanic. Yeah. Right. For me, She's right. just a visualizer, basically. She is literally yeah. just like one of those iTunes visualizers for music. <laughs> um, so She's got a Tamagotchi around her neck. Her ability, uh, low-key is kind of funny that it just does look like the Super Princess Peach emotion screen. <laughs> that's that's kind of like what yeah. like made it like click a little <laughs> bit in my brain at first. And I like I said, I've played this game before. I don't really recall this being like a huge thing where somebody's like, watch your emotions. You know, you got to keep yourself in control. You know, it's nothing like that. Yeah. I was just curious if, if we felt any strong way about yeah, it. Yeah. Like looking into it all. like more deeply, like other than just right now, because this is the first time we're playing through it surface level, like looking at it, I can see why it would be a little annoying. And I feel like, you know, critical part of me would be like, really? But I it wasn't something I was paying attention to, I think, because this is still just brand new. Um, yeah, I don't I don't suspect that has any like malicious or I don't think that was the case. But like, yeah. as all things with women in video games, there's always. Yeah, no, I'm not saying out here. I'm not out here saying Yamazaki hates women and he thinks. No, all no, 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 like no, no, Don't worry. Women, though, if you really think. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, no, I was just like I said, it was just it's just like a subconscious thing, right? That can sometimes yeah. permeate uh, a production, right? People just don't. Nobody sits down and goes, you know, maybe we should like tweak this a little bit by how it's portrayed. Yeah, that's, as like as like as like a female presenting person, I have have spent many a year and have many a complaint about women in video games, and that for for whatever reason, wasn't something... I did not have a knee-jerk reaction to this one in the same way that I did with some other stuff What's your, in other games, you know? What, like, let me tell you, I'm very fond of, like, the spunky, energetic female character, like, yeah. anime trope. Like, I like that character trope. So I'm... Overall, I'm fine with Athena, and I really... uh, I I like the ways that they try to integrate her into the sto- overall story in this one, if I'm... If all my memories are correct, anyway. I, I like all that, right? So I'm I'm still positive on her. And and everything. So, but I like I said, I just wanted to open it to the floor. Is all. Is that is that a like a a complaint that people have, or is that just like no, no, it's not a common complaint at all. Well, so oh, okay. it was yeah. just something I thought of while I was playing through the game a second time here. That's all. It does make mm. me think. Yeah, about... it's like what is the thing that you say during your opening, <laughs> new insights or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it... the premise of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, 
I just want to reevaluate sometimes in my own biases. That's all. Just We're like, oh, was, the was there something here that I didn't notice the first time? That's all. It does remind, uh, weirdly enough, it's a little side tangent. This does remind me of the like initial character designs for um, Mulder and Skelly in the X Files because when they were first created. The creator went on to say that, like, oh, I specifically wanted to make Scully the analytical one and Mulder the emotional one because I want to reverse the trope of the emotional woman versus the logical man. Right. So, like, I, there have been, like, tropes where, like, ooh, women emotionally, yada, yada. Um, I think it works they get, fine because... They get that, but then they... <laughs> he's so fucking weird. He's not even emotionally Dude, Mulder, weird. Mulder gets, wants to get alien pregnant. That's his whole thing. So... <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah, yeah, now we gotta because, move on. <laughs> because Phoenix and Apollo are also, like, very... Especially Phoenix, like, very openly emotional and all that. Right. So yeah. it doesn't exactly. feel... Yeah. It doesn't yeah. feel weird to me. Exactly. Why... My headcanon for why uh, Athena has, like, a video game, a, a, like, mechanic for her thing is that she tried to present, like, analytical psychology to Phoenix Wright, and Phoenix is like, I don't get it. And she goes, okay, so look at the pretty colors, right? Gotta baby this down. <laughs> yeah, look at the colors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> look at the pretty colors, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this so, the UI so easy for you, boss. It's, it's literally yeah, Simon exactly. fucking says. You can't, you can't fuck up this. You can't, you can't make <laughs> Getting some, like, getting some, like, uh, uh, investigation miles edgeworth investigations like a little thief energy for this true okay hopefully it's not as overpowered because little thief was busted that was <laughs> right. that did not belong the, in this game the world Phoenix right power level power yeah scale. that was out <laughs> this basically just adds an extra step before you go into the regular testimony right? yeah this is just like oh there's they're they're noisy right they've got they've there's all kinds of chaos going on with them let's clear all that out before we go into the regular testimony so it's just like narrowing down on their actual emotions and figuring out what those would mean for what they're saying right and once you clear all that out and you go okay this is their happy statement this is their negative statement and you've made everything clear. Sometimes that unlocks new statements, you know, new new testimony. And then you go into the testimony and you can present evidence. Yeah. Um, so you do that um, mainly just for Junie here because uh, Ted, the actual bomber, uh, he's just wacky all the time. Uh, he's and so types guilty. Into his, he t- yeah, he's, he types into his little he's fucking text to speech. Yeah, does his text to speech because uh, he feels that that's more efficient than talking. <laughs> Um, can you definitely not, buddy. You can talk. Um, He's got a very funny animation in which he dismantles this uh, test bomb, right? The, you mean the GameCube? Yeah, it's, it's a GameCube. <laughs> uh, what was the name of the the victim again? I can't remember. Can disarm? Candy's nuts finger. All right, yep. please cut that or censor it. Censor that statement. Censor my statement. But keep yours. Just have a really long <laughs> loop. It'll be great. <laughs> but keep yours. Oh, um, I'm not. I'm not editing that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, uh, what happens is, um, we we dismantle Ted's testimony because Ted literally said, "Can you dismantle the, this case?" And I was like, "Okay, man. Weird that you're negging the the attorney here." <laughs> <laughs> like I, it's, a, like it's, it's the first for case it, he's got to be obvious right? yeah you know i mean they show him in the opening cutscene as as always uh, you know. i i i really like the 3d models in this game phoenix looks different than when he did in phoenix, uh professor layton versus phoenix right mm-hmm. yeah it's a new model here yeah. there's because they were they were de- being developed essentially 
at the same time, right? So it, it is two different models, right? Because they're being made by different groups of people, different studios. Um, so they they, they took a different they approach to for how to execute the a three D Phoenix, right? Three when he goes into his like stressed out, sad face, he looks like he has a square jaw, and it's the most goonish Phoenix Wright has ever looked. And I think that's really funny. <laughs> he looks like he's about to be like, "Oh, boss, I I fucked up." <laughs> um, I like that they're doing a little camera work. Yeah, I definitely feel like it's not quite as like advanced and polished as it was in um, Leighton versus Phoenix Wright because you know they're being made at the same time, so like they're not probably not talking to each other or anything. But like I still definitely see like the start of like some fun like zooms and spins and stuff that could begin happening in the future. Yeah, mm-hmm. for the witness testimony when they have the like text show up and it's so good. Um, I like the text. Uh, yeah, they, they, I like they, text and words on pages. <laughs> All right, well I now I truly feel something. No, <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 yeah, they, they start to like play around a little bit with it because they're like, oh, now that we have a fully modeled 3D courtroom and all these characters, we can just place the char- the camera almost anywhere we want, uh, as long as the illusion of the layout is still maintained. So yeah, you get some you get some different angles on Phoenix. You get some different angles on the uh, witness. They, they can also do zooms, like they zoom in on the witness a couple times, you know. And uh, but there's still like the the dismantling animation that I men- mentioned earlier for Ted. Like there's smears though in his animation, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they do 2D animation techniques on these 3D models still, which is good for really helping sell that they. That that 2D feeling, you know, for everything. Because his arms, like, smear properly. They have, like, 2D graphics that are kind of overlaid or mixed in somehow to, to like, make it look like they're moving extra fast uh, as he kind of does this Looney Tunes disarm animation. I'm still 2D, fright, like, 2D sprite fan, like, to death. Like, I'll never. I low-key like the 3D animations more. Because they feel, to me, the 3D animations make it feel like everyone's a puppet like a muppet and i like that i like this being <laughs> back to muppet we're back to muppet bring part. back the muppet dude yeah. where's fucking uh punch and bog I, I i need him back <laughs> oh my goodness fucking man- i'm gonna get a shirt that just says like punch and bog in like just a picture of him <laughs> yeah uh, um... my favorite little muppet criminal yeah, so far, like visually, I'm I'm loving it. This case obviously wasn't like super complicated. No. Although I did notice, I I did notice a hole, a, a hole in the the story here. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. When Apollo is now, there may be an explanation for this, but to me, it seemed extremely obvious. So, Miss Woods gets accused of of clobbering a, Apollo in the head with a rock. Mm-hmm. Of course, because uh, she's there. Clobbering time. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, because they were in the same room, and then she's like, oh yeah, he was helping me look for my stuffed toy that had my medicine inside of it. Okay, whatever. Um, And, and then the bailiff came and got me and said I had to come back to court. And I'm like, and they accuse her of hitting him in the head like before that so i'm like can we ask the bailiff if apollo was still caught con- like <laughs> yeah. oh, he's right conscious. here that, like yeah. why 
That's actually a really good fucking point. The bailiff would have. This is so easy to solve, you guys. No, the bailiff is a construct. He's not real. Okay, like the bailiff is. He has lines. No, the. <laughs> no, think about it. <laughs> well, no, don't think about <laughs> no, it. No, I have. He's real. I did. I, you did. He didn't have a model, so he just throws that. You know, his voice from off screen, basically. But, but, like, if he goes into the room and he says, okay, defendant, get back out here, and Apollo's still alive, uncon- like, un- Killed. Mm, that's not the word. Uh, not unconscious. Let's go with that. I, then, conscious? uh, clearly she didn't do it, because she leaves immediately. The ti- like right. The timeline must have been, like, Bailiff enters room and says, Juniper Woods, you're summoned back to court. And then she says, okay, and the bailiff just turns his head and walks away before she leaves the room. Right, and then she follows him out later kind of thing. Yeah, Yeah, I assume that that's kind of how (laughs) He just informed her that she needed to return, and then she did return of her own volition after the bailiff left, right? Yeah. He didn't bring her. Uh, Although, she's like, one, she's supposedly on trial for murder. Like you think somebody <laughs> would be watching? All right, so yeah. this is a tutorial case. <laughs> we, we, you're right. I, I now that you pointed that, that out, that won't excuse it. <laughs> I know. Now that you pointed it out, I can't unthink about it. You know what I mean? Like it is in my yeah. mind. Um, Everything else perfectly fine. Tutorial case. Maybe that's why Gaspin's Payne's case was so fucking shitty. It's because even he was like, I don't even know what I'm, I'm just, I'm re- Winston Payne's brother, by the way. Yeah. Winston Payne's um, brother, Gaspin Payne, who has a toupee. Mm-hmm. Of course. Um, yeah. A little bit shittier than Winston Payne, IMHO. Yeah, I didn't like him. I, I want Winston back. I want Winston back. The real Winston. Winston's a bastard, but like, he, didn't... he would he wouldn't intentionally make that little girl cry on stage, you know? I literally the the, the judge also God bless the judge's back. I miss the judge so much. Well, welcome back, Grandpa Judge. Um mm-hmm. He literally goes on to say, like, Gaspin, I don't think highly of people who make little girls cry. And he goes, Oh my bad, you're on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like Yeah, he does. He does. Um I He's like, Oh man, oops. oops. <laughs> I pissed the judge off. Like I it's funny because like we we like push question we like had to press statements from Juniper, Juniper Woods and she gets stressed out by one and the entire court turns on you like a pack of wolves like literally everyone goes shut up Phoenix don't make her cry yay stupid mm-hmm. idiot I like oh <laughs> uh, well yeah, maybe if she wasn't on trial for murder she w- she wouldn't be crying even be- like even like a uh, Ted Tonate later it's like yeah it was stupid that the police arrested that like like innocent little girl and i just had to make it work um honestly <laughs> i mean we know we know what the true scenario all right so like the true si- a, a series of events goes as such which is to- ten- ted donate ted donate detonate i know it's so silly fuck <laughs> ted all right ted we're, we're, we're sticking with yeah. ted ted bomb disarmer has been fucking Taking the bombs he disarms and selling it on the black market. Super illegal, by the way. C- probably caused the death yeah. of hundreds of people. But whatever. Yeah, police, police corruption. Police corruption. Um, yeah. Can't disarm. Also, the pun, can disarm. Haha. Ha. Um, mm-hmm. She caught on, and Ted's like, oh no, I'm about to get caught. I need to kill this fucking lady. Gets her in the head with the disarmed bomb. Puts her body in the bomb transporting unit, which is just a big trunk. And then yeah, has to it's like a big metal box. Yeah, and then has to hide the body during the trial. 
Uh, and then as he detonates the bomb, then he rearranges the scene to make it look like that Candace Arm died as a result of the uh, explosion. Now, here's here's the fucking thing that actually does get me, and I just thought about this just now. They say <laughs> that Candace Arm died trying to evacuate people from the explosion, and I understand, you know, evacuating people from the explosion. Really high tense scenario. But no one actually fucking saw her during that, because she was dead already in the box. Right. What the f- did it- how do, how do we know- People's- Yeah. People's memories are super suggestible, so Ted probably just said that, and people were like, oh yeah, that must have been what happened. That must have been what happened. Um, and then Apollo is investigating the scene again, probably comes across the fucking box with a huge blood stain in it. And then Ted's like, oh, he saw my trick and no one will ever know. I'll, I'll beat him over the head and rearrange the scene so that it looks like Juniper would. Because we arrested her because the original bomb was contained in a stuffed elephant. But after the explosion, the only thing that was left was a tail. And rhinos have a similar tail. And she just brought her rhino to fucking a court case, apparently. Yep. Her I mean, it's got her medicine it's in got it. Her so medicine got her medicine in it, Rhino's uh, her yeah. Pokemon. Um... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Rhyhorn? Rhydon? Rhyperior? No, it's Rhyhorn. Come on. You think that she gets a Rhydon? <laughs> Come on. Wow. I, there's she no... needs something that can use Surf. Why does it have to use Surf? Oh, yeah. Can it use Surf? Yep. Damn. Des is a Pokemon expert here. I, I, I believe her. I, I, I have no... Updated Pokemon report. Updated Pokemon report. I, we, we're going to play Detective Pikachu one day. Um... <laughs> Uh, so, that's the true series of events that occurs, and Ted, we literally arrested this girl on the basis of, we found a tail with her fingerprint on it, and that was it. What if- No other work was done. No other work was done. The judge even goes on to say, Gaspin Payne, you've got to do some serious fucking investigating tomorrow, today. (laughs) And Gaspin- Yeah, this is the first tutorial case that it's two days, technically. Yeah. And, and, like, he doesn't. He does no investigating. He just bases his entire argument off of, like, a freak accident that happened. Right. (laughs) Is Gaspin Payne the worst prosecutor? My thesis. Uh, He sucks. He's worse than Winston. At least Winston, like, had more plausible cases. You know what I mean? He was yeah. more logical. Yeah. Gasp- An attempt was made. Gaspin hates little girls and wants to see them all get arrested. Add that to the fucking wiki, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Um, so we dismantle well, yeah. the case using powers of invest- no investigation, just bluffing and psych- psychoanalysis of people's voice. Yep. So yeah, and then you know, we we saved Juniper, and she's like, "Wow, thanks! I can't wait to tell Apollo that I have a crush on him." And uh, but they, we don't get to see that scene of her visiting him in the hospital. Instead, we just get like the aftermath of that, I guess, uh, like where all three attorneys are returning to the office, and Apollo's like, "I have to go take care of something on my own," and he walks out of the door. Uh, Trucy is there. <laughs> Trucy is there. Yeah, we get one shot of Trucy. One Trucy. second of Trucy. Tr- yep. Trucy fucking spotted. I miss her. My daughter. Yep. And then, in good old Ace Attorney Investigations fashion, 
Athena goes, and now I'm going to think back to the first time I met Apollo. And the next case will be before this case. That's nice and predictable. I just hope they don't do a flashback within a flashback. That would be silly if anybody did that. <laughs> do you remember how that would be so the... silly if somebody did that? Do you remember how fucked the timeline was for Investigation One? Like, it, yeah. it was genuinely fucked. Like, I, I was having a good time, but I was so confused. I literally like it was case three, then two, then one, then four. Oh my god, fucking Christ! Investigations. I honestly. Kind of a, a scar on the on the Ace Attorney series, if you think about it. <laughs> well, it wasn't that bad. A, yeah, I don't know if it's a scar, but it, 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 it does had, get a little confusing to keep it all straight at times. Uh, two was a little bit long and case wise for me, but was it? I still like had at least a moderately fun time. Yeah, tr- no, trust me, I love every Ace Attorney game so far. Uh, there's not a single game that I think is bad. Uh, now I will say, uh, this game. Uh, since wait, we're wait, probably... wait, wait! Maybe oh. don't tell them. I want to see what their opinions are at the end. No, well, all I was going to say is how many cases there are here. Oh, okay, would, okay. Would fo- are folks like, well, okay with knowing that? X no, I wasn't going to say oh. reputation. I was just going to say how many cases. I assume this one is the most hated one, only because uh, I don't know. I'm just making shit up. There's a new girl no. character. New wo- Yeah, I'm not getting no, new girl. None of that. Woman spotted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> White woman spotted. Uh this is uh there are five cases in this game, and then there is one DLC case. Uh we are going to play the DLC case at the end. Uh, I know some folks might be curious about us like inserting the DL case DLC case into where it needs to be chronologically, but Oh since- dear. <laughs> the DLC case was released like after the fact and you know that was like a you you could play it post game type thing that is where we're going to play it uh because I again I'm generally a proponent for playing things as for how they were released right so that you can understand how fans at the time might have reacted to it so we're going to do it that way play the whole game and then play the DLC case uh which is a full case. It's a full regular sized case. So we are getting six cases total out of this oh game. Oh my goodness gracious. We're getting a lot of mileage uh, so out of the 3DS. It, investigations team like their long games. So strap in. Content. <laughs> I, I have been informed that there's something in this game that I might really like. And I don't know what it is yet. I think I know what it is. I think I know what it is. Uh, <laughs> We'll, yeah, we'll find this out when we get there. Then for me, uh, um, I, actually... I might have seen a screenshot of something that I really liked while innocently scrolling on co-host, and I immediately slammed <laughs> my laptop closed. <laughs> just but... shut your lid real hard. And... I, yeah, that's what I do when I see spoilers. Now I just just close my computer and walk away, <laughs> and I don't know if it's the thing or not. What, what, what happens when you open your computer back up and it's right there still? <laughs> Just... Oh, I like close the window, or or I'll, I'll come get Roxy to close the window oh, okay. for me. You just let it. You let the battery run out so that you know it powers <laughs> off entirely. I just restart the computer manually. Oh, uh, immediately hold the power button down and. <laughs> yeah, every time I see a spoiler, I just like pour a drink on my laptop, frying it instantly, and then I get a new one. <laughs> Gotta get a new laptop every time. I spend yep. twenty thousand a month on laptops. Please, someone help me budget. <laughs> my family is starving. <laughs> my family is starving. Uh, I actually have the art book for this game on my shelf right now. Um, Ooh. This, uh, 
I got the art book from a friend. Uh, I I haven't played the game. I just have it. Uh, so I guess it's gonna be exciting for me to like look through that after we're done with this game. Um, yeah, we'll need to do another art concept art stream soon. Here, this is the first. That sounds but, uh, fun. This is like the first mainline Ace Attorney game that is on the 3DS, and that was only available through the eShop, which, as of this recording, is unavailable. Um, so the only way to like. If you want to watch us play, please come on down to the Yotsuben YouTube channel. They got friends playing it. Uh, or alternatively, it's really easy to hack your 3DS. Now, I'm not going to go out here and say that you should download a ROM illegally and play your 3DS. But I am saying that if you find a ROM and you do have a 3DS <laughs> that can somehow play it, do it. Additionally, by the time that this podcast comes out, Capcom may have already announced a release date for the Apollo Justice Trilogy, which is releasing early uh, in 2024. Oh, yeah. Um, so, because that their, their uh, stream is happening soon for TGS, and they may announce the release date of that that collection then. If they, so, oh. if you'd like to wait for the HD collection of everything, uh, that may be happening early next year as well, and would give you uh, a convenient way to play it on a modern system as well. I forgot and jumped straight to piracy. I, it'd be really <laughs> fucked if they released it like same day announcement. Because like, what are we? Do? We're not switching. Yeah, yeah they already said it was going to be twenty twenty four. But yeah, it would be very funny if they just surprise dropped it. Yeah. I've, I've already got shit on my Switch. I'm already playing F zero ninety nine. Dating this fucking podcast. Uh, Did we have any other last fa- uh, thoughts about this case before we wrap up? Then. I I'm excited to see Athena Sykes enter the like sidekick compendium that we've created so far for Phoenix. Oh, right? sidekick rating. The sidekick ratings, right? Because like top tier Maya, right after Maya is Pearl, of course. I I personally and here's rank... the thing: she's not even necessarily just a sidekick though, because she's one of the three main attorneys. Yeah, for this, yeah. I hope we get this... to actually play as her. She's one of the Ace attorneys. Well, yeah. you did already but... a bit for this case, but. Uh, but yeah, there's 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 kind of this like I don't know like rotating cast now that we can we can pull from. I actually where you can have things mixed up and have different characters being lead characters for a case and other characters be their quote unquote assistant and that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, so Phoenix Wright gets his own little entry in the sidekick compendium. I think it's gonna be. I just thought about the fact that Mia had two sidekicks. One of them was his was her boss, which had a horrible fat guy trope, and then. Uh, her boyfriend. Her boyfriend. I forget his actual name. Was it Diego? I think it was Diego. Yes, yeah. Diego Armando. Diego Armando. I was going to say Diego Luna. Diego Luna. <laughs> yeah, I, Diego almost, Luna yeah. I almost said a different Diego as well. So. Oh, I love the idea that like when they're in the sidekick compendium, too, they're also in the compendium, but only usable by Mia Fey. Um, <laughs> I'm imagining like, the, the Shin Megami Tensei Demon compendium in my mind, and there's just right. different entries for like different sidekicks. Fucking Kay Faraday is there. Tracy's there. Um, Emma, Emma Sky is there. She's up there for me. She's probably, probably my favorite. Gumshoe's technically there because he's. Uh... I miss Gumshoe. <laughs> you said that as if you're a person who had had like a drink in so long. <laughs> I miss him. I miss my boy. Where's Gumshoe? Gumshoe. It's, I feel like very joyful. Definitely being back in like an actual Ace Attorney game. Like I'm. I'm excited about it. Professor uh, Layton versus Phoenix Wright was fun, but I don't get to see my friends. I just saw a bunch of puppets. I feel like, I, and we did like the puppets. I love the puppets, but like, come on, 
Oh, I forgot the Professor Layton and Luke try and are part and of the Fire Emblem characters. <laughs> I forgot that <laughs> Professor Layton and Luke are part of the sidekick compendium now. That's really funny to think about. Actually, it's just like two Muppets just being in there. I love oh Luke. Uh, well, we'll see. Uh, we'll see which characters get to show up, which which returning characters appear in this game, which ones don't, and uh, and yeah, see how the rest of the these uh, these cases shake up. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm called. We are. Well, go ahead. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna call it right now. If Miles Edgeworth does not show up in this game, I'm I might actually fucking riot. Like I, <laughs> he's he's literally the proto man of this fucking game series. It's weird that he's that if he doesn't show up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll find out. Um, we are going to be divvying this case. This game is long, right? And it's tough to divide it up. So we are going to be splitting the next one, the next case up in two halves. Um, so uh, keep that in mind. We're essentially, we're just going to split it right down the middle and do two halves. Uh, so you can follow the show on Twitter at Ace Attorney Pod on co-host slash Ace Attorney or our website, updatedautopsy.report. Stay up to date on everything we do. Uh, you can also watch, like we said, all of our Let's Plays of Desi and I and uh, Iroh playing through the game at youtube.com slash at Yotzeben. You can follow me on pretty much all social media under the username Yotzeben. Desi, where can people find you? Uh, Desi at Desi on Blue Sky, I guess. Okay. And Tiago? Uh, I've got a link tree for Tiago Um, I also, through there, you can find all my various social medias. Alrighty. And Rose. Uh, you can find me at Rose Nonsense on Tumblr and sometimes co-host, where you could please buy my art. Buy Rose's art. We're bringing, we're bringing that back. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for listening. We hope that you will rate and review us on Apple Podcasts please. or your favorite uh, podcast platform. And then, yes, next week we will jump into the first half of Dual Destinies Case 2, The Monstrous Turnabout. See you next time. Bye. Oh, Suchinoko are real for the next case, everybody. Oh my god, yes, 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 100% yes. Bye. (laughs) Bye. (laughs)